0: Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why it was your sleep issue and not your lack of willpower or commitment that caused you to fail to keep up with your New Year's resolution. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blateman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So we're into February now and I'm betting that some of you set New Year's resolutions in December and then unfortunately by now you've not been able to keep them up. This happens to so many people and if this is you, I want to explain how your sleep issue could have affected your ability to keep up with your resolution. And I'm not going to talk about the fact that you feel tired so you have less energy. If you've chosen an energetic resolution, you're not going to have the energy to do it. That's obvious. It goes without saying, I'm not going to talk about that because when you feel tired, when you have a sleep issue, tiredness is a normal state of affairs. And actually, when you learn to live with a sleep issue, you do achieve a lot. You do get through life. You do get your job done. You keep on top of home life just about. So I'm not talking about feeling less energetic. I I want to explain why lack of sleep can make such an impact on your New Year's resolution when in the rest of your life you're managing to achieve pretty much everything else that you need to get done. Now there are actually quite a few ways in which lack of sleep severely undermines your ability to stick to your new year's resolution, but I want to talk about two main ones and the first links to habits. When we talk about resolutions what we often mean is that we want to break a habit, we want to watch less tv and get out and about, we want to stop eating so much junk food and start using that Nutribullet in the cupboard. Um, I know it's in there. We want to start working late and learn how to be disciplined and spend more time with our family instead. Sometimes we want to start new habits like going to the gym every morning. And when we talk about breaking habits or setting new habits, then we tend to get into a discussion about willpower. We normally view altering habits as requiring some willpower to resist whatever urge we have to eat or stay on the sofa and instead choose this new shiny option that we've decided is our goal. So we want to ditch off our unwanted habits and set better ones. And psychologists know that our habits become ingrained in our more basic primitive subconscious parts of the brain. These deep brain areas are driving our motivations and desires most of the time. The whole point of habits is to have them ingrained so that they become automatic. So they're triggered and processed subconsciously to save our cognitive conscious brain power. And most of our habits are completely useful. So like how we brush our teeth, or driving the car, or that little routine that we all have that we go through before we leave the house. So over the course of the day, habits are great and they save us a lot of brain power. They help us run our life with efficiency in the use of our brain activity, and they help keep us safe because we're repeating things that kept us safe in the past. Now, as evolved mammals, we also have our conscious brain, obviously, and as you'll have no doubt experienced, One of the jobs that we like our conscious brain to do, and specifically it's our prefrontal cortex, is to act as a supervisor, if you like, to these more primitive parts of the brain. Uh, We like our conscious brain to act as a check and balance to the subconscious um, desires and, and habits and drivers. But make no mistake, psychologists also know that most of the time our subconscious brain is actually winning because those habits are ingrained deep. But we also know that it is possible for our conscious brain to bring about change, to override those habits. Uh, even if that's starting small, taking control, building new habits, or you know, slowly but steadily resisting the pattern of old ones. It's not easy, but it can be done. And that's what's required normally when we talk about New Year's resolutions. So if it's not easy, then it follows that we need our prefrontal cortex to be on the ball and have maximum control. Now, if you have a sleep issue, this is where the problem lies. And that's because scientists discovered that when you don't get sufficient sleep, your prefrontal cortex actually stops being really effective at controlling these subconscious impulses. And that means that thoughtful judgment and controlled decision making is abandoned essentially and these primitive motivations and desires are left loose to steer all our behavior and if this happens your well-reasoned argument that you formed at the time you made your resolution so these arguments you have this rationale this story i'm not going to snack i'm going to go to the gym they don't even get played, they don't even get airtime and instead your old habits and cravings are just running the show. So it's not you as in the part of you that really wants to stick to this new resolution or break your old habit and start a new one, it's not you that's not there, that's not functioning, it's not your lack of willpower, it's not as if you don't have the capacity to have willpower or that your willpower doesn't exist or that it's weaker than your friends or your colleagues you know those people who are still smugly sticking to their new resolution the fact is that your brain is not able to utilize these supervisory abilities because lack of sleep is literally preventing it from functioning correctly in that moment so it's not like they're not there it's just that they're not connected to this uh, or this part of the brain in a way that helps it to take control and this leads into the second way that lack of sleep undermines your ability to stick to New Year's resolutions. Scientists discovered that when we don't get enough sleep, our negative emotional activity increases. And this means that we can have the same set of circumstances happen to us when we have slept well and not slept well. And we view that same set of circumstances completely differently. So we're changing our emotions and then consequently our judgments and opinions based solely on whether we've had sleep or we've not had sleep. And the practical consequence for this is we can be less positive about our small wins and more pessimistic about our setbacks. And let me give you an example of how this might play out. So if your New Year's resolution is to go to the gym more often, if you feel more negative about the situation you might start to talk down your efforts or you might get these thoughts of a negative body image or you feel deflated that you're not seeing results quickly enough or say you skip a session you could be more likely to have this narrative of it's hopeless I'll never do it I might as well give up you know so you've got this sort of stuff playing around in your head in a slightly more negative way. Now the issue here is that what you also have to understand is that it's such a subtle change you you won't actually be aware of it there is no internal flag that goes off to help you recognize that you're feeling more negative than usual in that moment you probably sincerely believe that you are taking an objective non-biased view of the situation or that you're just being realistic you know and straightforward you know like, it's not going to happen but it's not necessarily at all. Your lack of sleep can actually increase these negative emotional responses, and then it's not an objective viewpoint; it's biased. But if you don't recognise this in the moment and you think it's a rational assessment, then of course um, you are going to think that this is fact, and you, you're not. It's not going to work, and you may well give up. And then that causes you to lose motivation. And if you're not in control of your subconscious mind and you are lacking motivation, um, these are two very powerful ways in which a sleep issue interferes with your ability to stick to new, new year's resolutions. So reducing your ability to control your urges and habits and apply your willpower together with an increased negative view of your circumstances which can erode your motivation to keep trying And I just want to repeat, it's not that you don't have willpower or motivation, but lack of sleep is changing how your brain is working. So these things are just less available to you, if you like, when you haven't slept well. So if you've tried unsuccessfully to stick to a New Year's resolution, then your action step for this week is simply to forgive yourself. Accept that your lack of sleep is going to make it harder for you but that there is no inherent weakness or failing of you as a person, or that you have weak willpower, or in comparison to other people, or any other things that you might have said to yourself over the past few weeks. And instead, you need to have compassion for the fact that your sleep-deprived brain has absolutely done its best to retain control of your ingrained habits and urges, but that it wasn't actually starting from a fair playing field. It wasn't it was starting at a disadvantage because of your sleep issue. You want to focus on fixing your sleep issue first, and then you'll be in a much stronger position from which to stick to your resolution. All right, have a great week, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.